0: You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angela Rose and Ahanu. I hope you guys have questions. If not, take a few minutes to think of a few while we're sitting here.
1: Well, we have a bunch of questions of our own.
0: Well, Ahanu has a bunch of questions. <laughs> Kind of went on a roll this morning.
1: Oh, i tell you something. I've got questions, and it's going to test Anger Roses. No, attaching. other
0: people are going 1st <laughs> <laughs> here for the whole hour answering his questions. Just focus around one thing, actually.
1: I've got a string of them. Look, I've got a page full of them. Oh, my. You'll find the questions that I have. <laughs> we'll start a <laughs> podcast.
2: That's why I couldn't get any questions.
1: questions. (laughs) Uh Okay, give us a a moment. I got to fix something because Angela Rose is not happy yet.
0: I'm not happy. Nobody's
1: happy. Yeah. Okay, I think we are ready to go. Okay. All right.
0: Open up with the prayer. everybody ready? Everybody, ready for me to yep. say the prayer? Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. A lot of emerald green light today, everybody. When I open the records, which is a very beautiful healing color. And every now and then, when I open the records, I'll see that coming over the planet you know this beautiful emerald green light so i guess i would interpret that as saying that right now on the planet we're receiving a lot of emerald green light hi marie i got you here too breeze hi marie
3: yeah. hi everybody i love you oh, it's so <laughs> nice to see everybody oh
1: <laughs> nice to see you too marie Okay, let's uh, begin. We we have a lot of questions. Hey, we we said the prayer
0: right, We're going to all these people first.
1: Yeah. So let's ask him first. <laughs> Kim, Can you go with your first question? Okay.
3: okay. Um, um, we're, were humans created, created, created on ETs
0: by seeding the, the, the planet? DNA. In 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 DNA. In in Okay. Say that again.
1: Were humans created by ETs by seeding the planet with their DNA?
0: I gotcha. Okay. Hang on. Well, we yes, we all have DNA of extraterrestrials within us. Okay. So, so the answer, to, quick answer to that is yes. We were seeded by actually various ET races. Okay. There were many experiments done before the human form was perfected. But still in all sources reminding us to remember that at the origin, we are all angelic humans. Okay. So we need to remember that despite our, despite our DNA history, let's put it that way. Okay. Okay. Thank you.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay, Shirley, Janine, do you have a question?
0: You can take my question.
1: OK, OK.
0: Oh, you had to do that.
1: <laughs> didn't you? All right. Let me begin.
0: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: First question. Uh, there is evidence of an awakening. What are we waking from?
0: OK, just a second. So when you ask that question. sources has given me a picture of our. I'm actually looking at ourselves. Awakening, like in other words, it's a transformation of our cellular structure. So we are evolving physically, um, actually on every level, but physically, the species is changing. Okay, so but I feel like it's being triggered by light, light codes that are coming in from the cosmos. This is due to happen now. Okay, this is the time for this to happen. So we're looking at a transformation of the species and evolution of the species on every level, okay? Okay. Okay.
1: And if I could add a part B to that, if Shirley Janine didn't mind, part B is what are we waking up to?
0: Well, higher states of consciousness is what Source is saying. In other words, I feel like there's there's an eternity of consciousness Okay. And we awaken to different aspects of it as we evolve. And the two seem to go hand in hand, you know, like what you, what you can access in terms of the eternity of consciousness has to do with your personal evolution and where you're at in yourself. Okay. But we're waking up, we're waking up to just, there's an unlimited universe is what I'm seeing. So like you can never stop knowing, other
1: words. okay. okay. All right, Diane. Do you have a question?
4: No question. No question.
1: Okay, let's go to Cora. Cora, do you have any questions?
4: Yeah, I was just wondering about purgatory. You know, you know.
1: Purgatory. Okay. Purgatory. Yeah.
4: What about it, really? Is
0: it real? Is it asking me if is it real? Is it unreal? Is that what you're asking? Yes, it
4: is real. Is it real? Okay, just a
0: second. Well, it's not real in God's kingdom. Okay, however, there are planes of existence where spirits might find themselves if, for example, they need time to uh, reconcile themselves or they need time to move through lifetimes or belief systems. So there is a plane of existence that, I wouldn't call it purgatory because that implies that to the possibility of some sort of punishment. So there's none of that, okay? But there are planes of existence where people may hang out for a while before they actually move to a higher place. Like, for example, for example, you know, I had a partner that committed suicide, for example, okay? And he, to, after some time, he ended up on this plane of existence that was like well, he was sitting on a beach and he was just looking out at the water but it was considered a plane of reflection. And the the feeling I had was he he needed to stay there until he came to certain realizations. And then he could move on to maybe a higher healing place. So there are planes where, where, I don't want to call them stagnation planes because they're not really stagnant, but let's just say they're in between places. Okay, but in terms of purgatory being a place, where souls are sent because of anything negative, I don't see that, okay?
4: Okay, and then also, new prayers, are prayers answered? If you're praying for souls in purgatory, okay, we, we don't call it purgatory, but you know, um, is every prayer answered? answered? Every prayer is heard
0: and answered at its own level. Okay, so yes, however, you know, We can't really know where a spirit went when they passed. So I think we have to be careful that we're not assuming that a spirit has gone to a certain place and that they need prayers. But the truth is, is you can pray for safe passages to heaven, for example, okay? When somebody passes away.
1: Okay all right francis do you have a question for us today
2: uh yes um a lot about birth and reincarnation uh first question uh, i believe earth is well hell exists because of emotions physical and spiritual sufferings as we see throughout history and it continues like forever until Jesus returns, which may take forever. So, the question I have is uh, Will Jesus physically return to earth or not? Because earth is a place for reincarnation.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. So let me address the is Earth hell. Well, I've often thought that myself that Earth is hell. Okay. It seems to be a place where where we do experience those sorts of experiences. Okay, so I'd say that, that, yeah, if you wanted to label it, you could say that earth is a hellish place, okay? Mm -hmm. Will Jesus return? I don't think he's gonna come in physical form, but what what I am being shown is that the earth is gonna transition to a more ethereal type of a planet, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's less dense than it is now. And we will see Jesus when we reach that level, okay? In other words, Jesus is a spirit well, the answer I'm getting from Jesus is that look, the earth is transitioning to a more ethereal place, and that's where we'll find. That's where we'll see him in that place.
2: But but then Earth okay. is uh, a place for reincarnation. So is that going to change?
0: Yeah, I don't think there'll be any need for it. You know, as we evolve, no. I think it'll will will be united with the other spiritual we'll be aware of other spiritual realms. In other words, if your consciousness is awake and alive, right, and you're constantly experiencing new levels of awareness, then hopefully the technology will shift so that these bodies have other tools to heal with, for example, because we can acknowledge that right now we're still carrying a lot of death programming in our bodies. So I feel like that will all change as we evolve so in other words it's not that jesus is going to come down and save people because that's not the way it works shifting in consciousness and forgiving other people and moving into a higher place of love is what's going to shift in fact let me just interject this really quick because your question francis is i think a couple weeks ago ahano asked about the state of the world didn't you was that the question I forgot everything I said, but Spirit told me that we're we were moving into the sixth sphere on the tree of life, which is called Tippereth. Okay, so if you were to research Tippereth on the tree of life, it's the sphere that's right in the middle of the tree. It has to do with the heart. It has to do with beauty. Okay, and it also is a is a sphere that intersects all the other spheres so as a planet spiritually we're trying to move into Tiphereth, so that we can be more love based more in christ consciousness that's the hope okay that's that's really what we're being asked to do is to move into that sphere
1: okay, okay. marie can
0: we get your question
3: well, I think we're all thinking the same thoughts today. Because <laughs> my question was, it's related to Francis's- Perfect. Ah, so
1: Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, uh, so let's let's go back to Marie. Yeah, you, you had a question there.
3: Uh, so, back, in, uh, back in 2020, 2020. Oh, it's doing oh,
1: it again. Oh, <laughs> ah, God. Okay. Hold on, folks. We got to go back to the drawing board here.
0: I don't hear an echo on this end, though, Marie. So could you oh, say the question anyway? Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah okay. sure. Okay. Did something happen Did something to us last 2020 2020? that
0: made it to that where we made
3: it to over and
0: over again? Okay, so I'm not seeing that something happened that made it not necessary for us to reincarnate. However, having said that, sources saying that we are in an opportunity period now where if we do everything we're supposed to do and, and do our personal clearing the way that the time period is allowing us to do, um, there won't be a need to reincarnate. Okay, but I don't see any event that happened that said we don't have to do that anymore. Okay, it might it might just be something that shifted in terms of the time period, which provided more opportunity for us to basically evolve quite quickly so that we don't have to reincarnate. Okay, does that make sense? Okay,
1: okay. next uh, was Margaret.
5: Is there an underlying esoteric reason for the attack on Lahaina in Maui? All right,
0: just a second. But what they're saying about that, Margaret, is that when you look at the rebuilding, quote-unquote, of Maui, which will occur, there is something to be said about not repeating the old history in other words we are in a paradigm shift and that does mean that all the histories that we've been all hanging on to for eons okay almost like needs to be let go of because this this is not the old kingdom anymore we're moving into a new paradigm so in the big picture if those people can rebuild their community without feeling that they have to bring back the past into it they have a great opportunity to move ahead okay so i don't see any takeover of the place i think that the the energies that are in place right now are really going to afford a new opportunity to create something brand new and inspiring. And I think that has to do with the people's consciousness shifting as we move along. In other words, you know what they're saying about Hawaii is that it's been hanging on to really old ancestry for a very long time with its superstitions and its rituals and all of that, okay? Just like every culture has their stuff, right? So this is an opportunity to actually create a different kind of paradise on Maui. And all of that will be new growth as it always is after a fire. I mean, come back a few years later, you'll see everything lush and green again. Okay. Yeah, so I think the big picture is that we are in a time of cleansing and letting go. The fire is one way that things get cleared and it's also a renewal for the earth when that happens in areas. So I think we need to stay out of the, what a negative agenda could produce with this, because I think that we're going to, as a species, we're going to move into a higher state of consciousness where there's certain things we won't accept anymore. Okay, so I think we need to stay positive about that, that it it rebuilds into a, a pristine, clear paradise that's new yeah that,
5: that makes sense it kind of feels like a metaphor for clearing away the history but i suspect they've hung on to a lot of the ritualistic stuff as a as a fight against being taken over because that's what happened has happened to all the first nation peoples across the world and it was their way of clinging on to what was the heart of themselves but it, you know, it becomes ritual rather than from the heart, then, you know, it's not what you need. So this sounds like it's, you're saying it's going to be a heart based thing rather than a past based
0: thing. Yeah. Well, when you think about the fact that each one of us is a spiritual being, right? Yes, yes. And that spiritual being doesn't have, it doesn't hang on to who you were in a particular lifetime, for example, you know? it doesn't yes. hang on to the history. It's it's pure, you know what I mean? Like your spirit is always pure. When you arrive in a place, you come to that place for a particular reason, but when you leave, you go back to yourself, quote unquote, okay? And you even go back to your galactic soul family. So I think the way we hang on to rituals and cultures and superstitions is part of the old paradigm. Like for example, one time when we were in Ireland and we were we visited this um, Knocknaree. Remember how? How would you?
4: Yes. Yeah. It was,
0: it was like a, a little pilgrimage up this mountain to this burial cairn where Queen Mae supposedly was buried, and she was mm-hmm. she was a warrior goddess. Okay. We went back a few years later, and I said, "She's gone. Like, where did she go?" And all of a sudden, I was shown these wheels within wheels in the universe that a lot of these old gods and goddesses, it was their time to leave. And the reason it was time to leave was because in Ireland specifically, back in that time period, they all put curses and spells on each other. They were all, you know, worrying with each other. They, let me curse your family for the next seven generations, you know? So all those beings that we looked at as these gods and goddesses, basically it's their time to leave too. Because it's time for us to be be our spirits. It's time for us to be our spiritual presences, not connected to the past. okay. Yeah, we don't need them anymore, so to speak, and it's time for us to grow up. Yeah, time for us to grow up. That's right. And to be able to think independently and not be hanging on to what other authority figures have taught us for years yep. and years, it's time for us to connect ourselves to our our innate spirit which isn't connected to any belief system or culture. Okay. Mm.
1: Yeah. There's one other thing that I want to say, and that is that there was one of you guys sent us a video to watch. It might've been Kim or Margaret, I'm not sure, but it was talking about the age of Aquarius. Uh, you may remember it when I speak about it. And, um, the age of Aquarius is the water carrier. So it's all about water. So it's no, accident that we're seeing floods and 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 the effect of water and lots of rain and all that kind of thing as a cleansing mechanism almost but also the other thing that came up in that same video presentation was about fire the necessity for fire and when you talk about Maui I mean as sad and all as it is for buildings and old structures and all that to be destroyed It's like Mm -hmm. there are certain um, trees, especially in California with the redwood trees, for example, they must have fire to propagate. If they don't have fire, then you see the end of the species. So fire is a great cleanser providing all kinds of um, uh, uh, ash and so on for new beginnings to provide nutrients for new beginnings. So metaphorically speaking, I feel the answer to your question is very much what Angela was saying, is that it may be the potential for a very, very beautiful new growth, as it were. And I wouldn't read any negativity into that in the sense of them using the new build to create control. I'm not sure that that fits into the cleansing of the fire.
5: No, it's the objective of the fire, but that's just on the human level. And that's there's more than
0: one level to it.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Yeah, but don't don't forget there are no victims. I mean, source always reminds me of that. You know, when I go in and I ask about something that seems to us to be very attack oriented, Source basically, the first thing it says to me very softly, very matter of fact, is that there are no victims. And that means that each one of us has a sole contract to live, to die at a particular time, you know we may not always know the method of how we're going to die but you know many of us are choosing to leave the planet now just like some of the animals are as well okay and we all have to have a way to be taken out so you have to kind of look at it in the big picture that this is for those souls who left that this is their their decision to leave we have to hold on to the fact that that's the ordered universe is that each one of us is deciding what's going to happen to us, how, you know, what we want to achieve out of something, when we're going to leave, when we're going to stay. So I think we have to keep that in mind. But, but again, I know when Source says there are no victims, it's very hard to take that concept on board, but it does imply that every one of us is powerful in our consciousness and every one of us is making choices, whether we're aware of it or not, okay? yep yep lovely thank you very much
1: okay, okay. all right Claire do you have a question for us
6: uh, hello everyone. Uh, yeah early morning still dark okay my question is about uh, because I heard about uh, two kind of theory one is uh, the universe will be disappeared in the end but the most most uh, um metaphysic theory is talking about uh once the universe, even if it disappear, it will be reappear. According to the, the book, A Sequel of Light, it says it's kind of ongoing creation. But however, according to Buddhism or uh, similar philosophy, it says because experience is the source of pain. So if people are seeking experience, either it, we will have pain, but I'm not totally agree with that. But I mean, once we uh, come back to uh, our origin source, uh, will we recycle again or it can be like a, the theory says the universe will be a disappeared okay. you know on my question yeah
0: yeah let's address that first is the universe going to disappear
6: okay yeah mm-hmm. i'm not seeing the
0: universe disappearing anytime soon claire okay mm-hmm. to me that the universe is an eternal creation Mm-hmm. Keep going on eternally. It may change its form, mm-hmm. and, um, its its structure, but mm-hmm. that's as it evolves, you know, many light years from now. Okay.
6: Is
0: mm-hmm. there a second question to
6: that, Claire? Okay. So that means it's not necessary that experience uh, is the source of pain, right? Experience can be also joyful.
0: Of course. And that's part of the decisions we need to be making. That's that's mm-hmm. the difference between the old paradigm and the new paradigm is the old mm-hmm. one is based on guilt and punishment and suffering and all of that. Mm-hmm. The new one is based on a paradigm of eternal love and blessings. And that's what sources wanting us to start choosing to move into that paradigm and leave anything that's not that behind. OK, mm-hmm. so I think suffering is just a result of our beliefs, what we've mm-hmm. been taught, it's the belief in guilt. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, all that will end if we can shift into a, a more loving place, truly be in that place in our hearts, which means we can't hold judgment about anybody or anything, mm-hmm. okay, especially ourselves.
6: OK, so my last question is about the reincarnation that we just uh, talking about, because uh, that. The definition of reincarnation is has something to do with us, or if for example if we, we evolve, we don't come back to this uh fear, uh it, it will not be, be said it's reincarnation. It does does the word reincarnation uh ref, is referred to the experience in earth? Well
0: yes, it, it does actually refer to earth because this is where you reincarnate. incarnate It means coming back into a physical body. Mm-hmm. Okay,
6: so this is the plane where we do that, now, but is there any other other planet also they have physical body, not necessarily only in us. yeah,
0: they there are other planets that have physical bodies, and we may spend some time there, okay, mm-hmm. in different planets. I don't know if I answered your question. So if you want to say if you go to another planet, do you reincarnate? Well, maybe only if you've been there before, because reincarnation applies. You've been there before and now you're coming back. Okay, so reincarnation on the earth plane means we've been here before we're coming back. And a lot of us remember that, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I remember coming back in these cycles and trying to do what we're doing now many times before and, and not having succeeded. So that's one thing, but I'm also aware that I've spent time in other dimensions on other planets. So I just think the truth is, is that you can take on the form of any particular place Mm -hmm. as a spiritual being. We come and go all the time, in other words, Mm
6: -hmm. okay? Okay, okay, I understand. Thank you, thank you.
1: Now, do we have a question from Shirley?
0: You can do another one, Ahanu. (laughs) Shirley, I'm going to get you after this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Shirley. I'm on a roll. (laughs) (laughs) Could we be in multiple layers of a dream? And if so, will there be many such awakenings?
0: Well, that's a good question. Hang on. So the answer is yes, we are in multi-levels of a dream. Okay, in other words, you travel to many places with your consciousness. When you go to sleep at night, for example, even sometimes during the day, and you might not be aware of it, but you shift into other realities. So, yes, we are living dreams within dreams. Okay, and you can awaken on different levels of the dream. Okay. Okay. Because like the source said in the beginning, there's always more levels of awakening.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. But that was the... the the hub of my question really was that here we are in a perceived awakening and I suppose there's a human part of us that thinks this awakening is the be-all and end-all of, of it. But you're saying no, that there that we can never know or learn.
0: This or... is an awakening of, a, of the human race on earth. Okay. Right now.
1: A particular level of our
0: consciousness. Yes. Right. And a particular level of evolution on this okay. planet. Gotcha. And it's not just happening to the people here, it's happening to the animals, it's happening to the plants. I mean, the whole place is shifting, okay? We're seeing new species, we're seeing animals die out and new ones coming on board. You know, The whole thing is shifting.
1: Yeah. Well, can I use that to segue into my next question? Because what we find is that when we ask questions in the records, a lot of times when source answers one question, it really collapses a whole bunch of other ones. And one of those other questions was, About do evil people or deceased people indeed awaken all at the same time?
0: Well, not at the same time. Do you mean like as soon as you go to the light, you awaken? Is that what you're implying?
1: What I mean is that like everybody's aware of uh, an awakening happening now. And so, and you mentioned about animals would awake at the same time, and you know, an awakening is a kind of a, a. an all inclusive event. So does that include deceased people, people who have been on earth before? And does it include people who might be very negative and closed and don't know anything or don't want to know anything about awakening? Does it include ev- everybody and everything? Yes. It does. Okay. Everybody
0: receives the elements of awakening, no matter where you are. Cause this looks like this is to me a universal event.
1: So does that mean that we're at choice then about an awakening?
0: Yeah, it means that every everything that, you, that happens, you are always ex, at choice about. Even spirits who cross over, they make a choice to reincarnate or not, for example. They make a choice to heal or not, for example. But now that you have this influx of light coming into us, which is stimulating change on every level potential for them to awaken or have new realizations is is there for them as well as anybody
1: right beautiful okay thank you thank you
0: so i just have to just say that we live in a in a god loving universe and we have to remember that at its source god is loving and because god is loving god is inclusive in other words there's no rejection going on in source there's no damning going on there's only love so however anybody can receive love no matter who you are alive dead evil good at any given moment has to do with your consciousness what you can accept for yourself because many evil people you know at the source their main problem is you know they don't know love right okay so that awakening God's awakening, which comes from love, can stimulate memories of love to them. And they could have an awakening as a result. Okay, so it's the reason why on a mundane level, Source does not agree with the death penalty. It doesn't agree with killing somebody. And the reason it doesn't is because it said anyone can be redeemed at any point in time. Right. And if you kill them, you take the opportunity on this level away from them.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense.
0: So basically it goes back to we don't have the right to judge because we don't know the whole picture.
1: Yes. OK. All right. All right. Let's circle back to Kim. Kim. Uh, and we've only got like 15 minutes left. So if we could try and cycle through these questions fairly quickly, it'd be great.
0: If you would just stop asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead, Kim.
4: I'm going to pass.
1: OK, OK.
4: Can I ask a question.
1: Go to Cora. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's just um, I'm wondering. Are you aware of the Divine Mercy Chaplet? The Divine
1: Divine Mercy Chaplet, no.
4: Yeah, it's a little bit like the rosary, um, but this saint called Sister Faustina, she's a big, huge book, and um, she basically came up with this little chaplet and. Um, it's like the rosary so my question is um you know it says it, our lady loves people who says the rosary because it, it's a great tool against it's a great weapon against evil and um so it's a way of getting closer to jesus and a way of getting closer to our lady um what do you think about of what what do you think about saying the rosary Okay. I used to say a 15-decade
0: rosary when I was younger, Cora. And how to answer your question is, is I think the rosary, just like, um, what's the religion where they use beads? Is it Buddhism? Yeah, there's several. Or they have them. a necklace where they use beads?
1: Yeah, there's several. Um, um, Greek Orthodox use beads as well. Several of them use okay. beads. Okay, are...
0: so I th- I think that the miraculous energy of the rosary or any religion that uses beads is that you... You get quiet and you focus your attention, okay. While you're doing that, so in other words, with the rosary, you may repeat the prayers by rote, but you you probably would have an intention in your heart when you do say it, okay. Like I remember when we were children, being raised Catholic, my parents would, uh, I think it was one week, one once a week on Friday, we'd have to come in the living room and kneel down, and say our rosary, <laughs> okay and i know as kids we hated it right okay but yeah. as i grew older i started saying the rosary because it put me into a particular meditative state and then i switched from a five decade to a 15 decade rosary and when i would do that i'd go out of my body you know i'd have experiences out of my body yes it's like saying a mantra over and over again you know it puts you in an altered state puts you in can put you in a higher place So I think it has its benefits. Getting close to Mary and Jesus, I mean, I think I have memories of knowing those people. I'm sure many people have memories of knowing those people. We just take the dogma of the authority of the church out of it. I'm perfectly fine with the whole thing, you know? Sure. And the reason I say that is because in my life, many church authorities focused a lot on being guilty and having to, you know, repent for your sins. And yes. even though I do think people do need to be able to reconcile and forgive other people and themselves, I just think that the focus on punishment is, is a control thing, and I don't agree with it, okay? Yes. But in terms of those tools, I think they're wonderful forms of deep meditation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's
4: how I answer that question. Okay? Sure. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
1: Okay, Francis. Do you have another question?
4: Okay. Um,
2: let's see. I got plenty, but I'll I'll do this one. Um, in the spirit world, if a soul desires to reincarnate
0: on Earth, is that an ego at work? Ego. No, not necessarily, because it depends on what they want to learn because people come to earth to have learning experiences. A lot of times souls will come back because they left something undone here. And they wanna go back and try to either do it again or continue and, and complete it. So I don't think it's ego. I think ego is something that gets developed when you have a body and you have a personality and you have to maneuver this planet, you develop an ego to do that. I don't think ego is in spirit. Okay,
1: Okay. next is uh, Marie, do you have a, a question?
3: Uh, well, first off, I just wanted to say, wow, these have been such excellent questions and answers, you guys. Oh my God, I was all caught up in the whole Maui thing too, all upset about that, but thank you for giving me a new perspective on all of it, you know, so. Uh, Anyway, I just got a quick question. It's kind of weird, but okay. Was our planet moved to a new spot in the galaxy fairly recently? Like within the last couple of years?
0: Well, I know that we were going to be moving to a new spot in the galaxy. Let me check. We have moved a few degrees, they're saying, okay? We haven't been moved like somebody coming and taking us and placing us. We have moved a few degrees. Okay. Yes. So we're not exactly in the same alignments that we used to be in. And that, because of that, that does afford us to be receiving different energies at different angles. Okay. Right. And, And because of that, different awakenings different experiences okay does that make sense yeah Yeah, we we have moved a bit Murray okay
3: oh and I wanted to also tell you guys all the evolutionary questions oh my god it's so interesting and I'm not kidding you
0: well don't forget the Aquarian age is mental okay Mm -hmm. Like it's an air sign, not a water sign I, I know it has water in the picture, but it's basically a mental sign, and how what we are doing is we are moving into an evolution of mental, which means yes, more telepathy, more thought manifestation, quicker quicker things like that happening on the mental level, more powers of the mind, for example, okay, okay, that doesn't surprise me that's it that's cute, isn't it? <laughs> We
3: better watch our thoughts
0: here. My goodness! make sure you <laughs> have a box of goodies, Marie. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Thank you so
5: much, everybody.
1: Yeah. Okay, Margaret, go ahead.
5: That was a really interesting question. So, so did we? Did the Earth itself move, or did the whole solar system move? So now we're kind of traveling through the arm um, of the Milky Way galaxy, anyway. But was this a a separate movement caused by something else? and is it us or the solar system?
0: Yeah, it's a separate movement where our actual position position has shifted a bit. Okay. And I don't know what caused it, but I can tell you that I did a reading for a woman probably six or eight months ago, and she was a very unique person because she had come here to help with that movement to help move the earth to a different position and it was the first time I ever saw that so yeah it looks like but it looks like it's part of this part of this the purpose this is supposed to happen that we move to a little bit different position and again it's because it aligns us up differently it shifts the angles uh, allows us to receive different aspects of the universe that we wouldn't have been able to connect with before so I think it's purposeful.
5: Would it possibly also be a way of protecting us from anything that's going on in the sun? Because we're meant to be having a micronova sometime in the next 20 years. So I was just
0: thinking maybe. Well, I think micronovas occur periodically, but let me see do. if there's gonna be one, let's see. I just don't see that it's gonna be like it used to be. In other words, right. I, see the earth, I see the sun doing some stuff but I just think that the consciousness of this planet is just going to quantum leap, okay, in the future. And because of that, and because we're in the Aquarian age, the things we'll be able to do are going to be very different than what we used to do. Okay? It's not going to affect us as much.
5: Because they, I understand that they're different. They're not all the same strength. Some are weak, some are strong, that kind of thing. And it's just like an accumulation of stuff and the sun kind of sneezes. Um, yeah, but, right. you know, and the effect on us depends, well, has depended on the sun, but it sounds to me like you're saying it's going to also depend on us because we're, yes. fabulous. Yeah. And maybe because we've moved a bit. Well,
0: you know, it's interesting when, you know, all these videos that we listen to, I was listening to one the other night where they came out where scientists are now saying that it's not that we're in the universe. It's that we create the, we've we created the universe, like all of us have created the universe. Yeah. Yes, and yes. I thought, well, if you, can, if you can grab a hold of that idea, you know what I mean? Anything that we hear that's a prediction or anything else, we have the choice to create it or not create it. So it's kind of like, well, if you're creating the universe, what kind of universe do you want to continue to create? And I've heard that before. And Source many times has said to me, when I taught a manifesting class or the paradigm shift class that I did in Ireland, is source, you know, held up a blank sheet of paper and said, don't forget to tell them that there is no world. And I think that we have to remember that, you know, that the, the world that we see out there is a the world we're creating from our consciousness. In other words, it's a one big projection. Okay.
5: It's fascinating so, to get your head around because you're operating on all the different levels because you're in it as well as creating it. And you're creating it as a group with all of your consciousness and all of everybody else's consciousness. It's like, Bloody hell.
1: Boom. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why it's
0: that's why it it keeps telling us we have to focus within. Just like mm. with Cora's question about the rosary, for example. When I used to do the rosary, it gave me opportunity to focus within, to basically have an altered experience, okay, within myself, which brought me to many mystical levels. Okay. I went out of my body, I had lots of you know, metaphysical, esoteric thoughts coming in so i think that instead of us getting caught up in all the outer stuff that's just a outer reflection of consciousness it's more important that we get a hold of ourselves and focus within and say well where do i want to be right now within myself you know what kind of world do i want to create out there
1: mm-hmm. it just begs one other point uh, to margaret's point about being in multiple levels and dimensions and all this and we in our current understanding with authority figures we're taught to be small and when Margaret talks about being aware on multiple levels in multiple dimensions and, and was mentioned about creating universes and so on to me that pulls apart to what we're told we are that we are we're a genius mechanism we're an, an incredible creation and if we could even grasp the smallest idea of that. And not from an ego perspective, not to blow up our egos, but just to give us a realization of how powerful we really are. I think that's part of the awakening. And I'm glad you raised that, Margaret, yeah.
0: In fact, a reminder, in our next Reflections in Consciousness, we're gonna explore what our potentials are, just so you know, okay? Yeah.
5: Rather than an ego thing, it's it's growing into confidence. You feel like yeah. you're mature. You're a mature adult finally, in that last kind of thing.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, That's Diane sending circles up there, saying yes, yes, yes. We agree. Let's try and get one last question in from Claire. And if surely if you want me to ask one on your behalf, I'll do that happily. Or if you have one of your own, okay. Yeah, Claire, okay. go ahead.
6: Yeah, I continue your conversation about the creation and the multiple dreams. So uh, according to my understanding, because like you say, that actually all the experience, all the universe is uh, produced by our consciousness. So can we say that actually creation is the is dreaming? Can we say that? We can. Yeah, okay. So because the in spirituality, in spiritual um, Groups, uh, we are seeking to awaken, to uh, to be awakened. Awakening mean, means that we we awaken from the dream and uh, awaken to who we really are, right? But once once we awaken, if uh, if the uh, creation is a continu- continuous uh, process, so does mean uh does that mean that once we awaken, we will be dreaming again to create?
0: <laughs>
6: yes, it
0: does. Okay, it's kind of like understanding the power of your imagination. Okay, that mm-hmm. your imagination creates things like uh, like um. not only do we actually go places when we dream. I just had a dream the other night where he was other places, right? And he came and he told me about it. But I think that this is one of the gifts and the abilities that we have of being created, is that we have an imagination that can mm-hmm. create, okay and create different and create. So I think, yeah, in a way you can say it's all a dream because... You're just creating expressions of your thoughts, right? But the ability to do that is unlimited. And yes, I think we will keep creating more dreamscapes, quote unquote, you know? Mm -hmm. Heck, we should do a dream class one day because there's a way that I used to interpret dreams. And your dreams really do tell you a whole lot about what your consciousness is thinking and doing. So okay. I'll put that in, in. I'll file that in the back of my head to create a dream class because those are super interesting.
6: Okay, so, so can I can I make a conclusion that actually um, because people in the traditional uh, uh, like uh, um, spiritual path used to say that uh we are we are seeking to awake to be awakened, right? But however, if the if the creation is a is continuous, it because we are eternal beings we are eternal spiritual beings we will not be end in one in in one day right so that mean does that mean that actually we are not seeking to a uh, like a awakening of no creation but instead we are seeking for a conscious creation can we say that let's yes. let's do like like the uh what, what we call the uh, conscious dream, conscious streaming yeah yes or just to be just to awaken to the fact you
0: that you are a creator. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's part of the awakening to realize that you're not just this person who the universe happens to you, but Mm -hmm. rather you're somebody where you actually have a participation in the universe and also in what happens to you. Okay. Perfect. Diane,
1: Diane, do you have a question? No. Okay. All right. I think we've got everybody. I'd like to put Margaret on the spot and just ask her to. Give us an idea of what's in her head about something she's planning for the future, the very near future. Can you just give us like a, a, a one minute overview of what it is you're thinking? Margaret?
5: You're lucky I don't live next door, Mother. i been around there smacking your backside. You're a very, very bad man.
1: It's good. That's I'll why do I'm it.
5: I'll do it for you, Margaret. <laughs> Go on, girl. I'll hold your bloody coat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, please, please do share it with us because I think it will be of interest <laughs> to everybody here as well. So just give us a quick overview.
5: Okay. Um, It just, it, it occurred to me that there's just so much negative stuff happening in the world and we, and it's in our face all the time. But yet when I talk to people, I go on social media, what I'm finding on there is there's so much beautiful stuff on there. So many little stories of people being wonderful to each other, helping each other, rescuing each other, being kind to each other. And it's beautiful and we don't see any of it. And we need to keep that feeling of of positivity and, and our vibrations up through all this drama, as we've just been discussing. And I just thought it'd be a nice thing if we got together, a little group of us online like this on a regular basis and, Share the happy things that we've come across during the well. well looks like it's going to be once a week, <laughs> uh, yes. and 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 talk about those things, which will not only have us feeling great while we're talking about them, but it'll have us focusing during the week on looking for those kind of things in our in our world. Yes. um And then at the end of it, um, have a short meditation to send love and healing and support to um, a situation, a group of people, a time period, whatever we think might be worth providing that support to. And um, the first meditation is going to be in support of all the children that are currently in trouble around the world in different ways. Um, Because there's so much more power to it if if there's a group of you. I mean, that idea came from when Penny Kelly was in hospital. And the guy, uh, Jean-Claude, um, and I can't remember what his website is, but he put together a whole group of people online and in person doing a great big healing. And she felt it and it helped up. And I thought, well, maybe we could do something like that and then focus it on various situations. And I also thought that, you know, not just me coming up with ideas, but if anybody else comes up with an idea or a suggestion of somewhere or something... Or someone that they know of that could do with some loving support and then we could do a meditation for them or for whatever that situation was.
1: I couldn't have said it better than what the way you've just described it now. I think that's. that's yeah. We're going to be in support of Margaret with this endeavor. We're going to do it through the world of empowerment. We will notify everybody on our mailing list. We'd love to invite all you guys and anybody else you know as well because it would be crucial to have that kind of raising of our consciousness and our awareness that margaret so eloquently describes
5: and nothing complicated but it's just about us shining our little light up into the universe basically
1: yeah beautiful okay we must leave it there we want to so thank okay. you so much for being with us And rose is going to say the closing prayer Thank you. you. Blessings. Bye bye. Thank you. Thanks,
3: everybody. Bye. Bye bye. 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 Love
1: you. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and on our website at worldofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Hit the subscribe button now.